the KMM Movie Review. And we're back for another oh, God. <laughs> nipple twisting review. Maybe I should mm. move this seat to the other side. <laughs> then Mike maybe, never uh, tries to. Then I might try nipples. to get you. Yeah, he has an easier path because he doesn't have two mic stand mic yeah, right here. stands in the way. <clears throat> so we're back after a week off. Yeah, with a triple threat, mm-hmm. the hat trick once again. It's not heavy exactly, hitters. Not exactly the movies we thought we were going to end up seeing, but yeah. A lot of the ones we really wanted to see weren't showing at the theater that we wanted, that we go to. So yeah, we're limited in that way. Um, <laughs> that those all seemed like to be really good. Like Green Book, yeah, is one we wanted to see. What else was there? There was something else. Can't remember. Uh, we'll, mm. we'll figure it out. Yeah, later. we'll figure it out. <laughs> but, um, but start yeah. start this off with uh, Cree Two, and I think I'm watching uh, viewing order. I think Frank. Should do the synopsis for this one. Synopsis for all them boxing boys out there. <laughs> Creed is at the top. You don't know shit about boxing. He receives a challenge from Drago, or the son of Drago, challenging him for his belt. The movie then follows the lead up to the bout, the consequences, and then. A second bout. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the flow of the movie. <clears throat> yeah. All right, so scores. Guess I can start it off. I'll give it a nine point five out of ten, and I'll watch it now. Ooh. I will uh, also give this a nine point five out of ten, and I'll watch it now. Ooh, man! All right. Here comes like the two out of ten. Um, I want to give this movie a. Uh, <laughs> you better not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a garbaggio. I want to give it an eight point five out of ten. All right, now watch it now. All right. Who wants to start off? I mean, I guess I'll start. I I hadn't really. Yeah, seen... you should start because you don't watch sports. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really into boxing. Never have been. Not really into fighting sports in general. Sports, nothing. But um. I had I also had never seen any of the Rocky movies. Uh, Creed was the first of the Rocky series of movies that I'd ever actually watched. But you knew about Drago. Well, yeah, I mean, I knew about it because I mean, it's they're old enough that it's just kind of just become a, a part of thing. yeah, like it's it's a cinema history. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I have a general knowledge of the original Rocky movies, but which one was uh, Drago in? Was it two or three? Uh, Rocky, I think two. No, Rocky two's uh him fighting Creed again. It's four. Rocky four. Oh, it's Rocky four. Okay. All right. Well, see, I just I don't know anything yeah, about him. Sure. But I mean, what I liked about this was I felt yeah, like it kind of went. Four. I was right. Sweet. It didn't take it in like the exact direction that you would kind of expect it to go. Where it's like he does actually get just beat down in the first fight. Because, like, he's at the top of his game. He looks like he's, you know, a real solid fighter. He's moving on with his life. He's getting he's getting engaged. 
They're moving their life from, uh, where are they at? Is it Philadelphia? Philadelphia. To California. Yeah, to Cali. To so LA. He's like moving up in the world, um, trying to fill his father's shoes. He's a champ. Yeah. So, but then he, he loses. So, like, but he doesn't he directly doesn't lose. lose. It's a technicality because Drago, like, goes a little too overboard and hits him while he's down. So he gets he has to forfeit the fight or whatever they call it. Is there a specific term DQ? for that? <clears throat> yeah, he was disqualified. He was disqualified. Okay, disqualified. So like going through that whole thing where it's like he he actually got beat. There was no way he was about to win that fight. He wasn't coming back. But then like that's like the first half of the movie. It's kind of the lead up to him fighting him the first time. We get to see how much of a monster Drago's son is. The guy who plays him is <clears throat> fucking massive. Jesus Christ. I, I uh, looked beast. up some stuff on him, and there, he was like, yeah. He's like, I had to come down from 260 uh. to 220. <laughs> and he was already ripped God, at 260. Damn. So he dropped from 260 that to was 220. Down? Yeah. Jesus. 220. <laughs> and then Michael B. Jordan got up to 190, and that was to make it as realistic as possible. But it was a 30-pound weight difference. Well, how you tall tell, is Michael B. Jordan? Uh, Six foot one. So the the that stats guy, that they yeah. showed were real outside of the yeah, weight. That yeah, that guy's six four, six five, okay. or something like that. What right, was so the, that what was the weight that they presented in the movie? It's heavyweight. So it's does, does it matter after a certain weight? No. Okay. That's why it's so dangerous. Yeah, you just have to meet. You have to be. Like, What's the weight cutoff for one ninety five cruiser weights? One ninety five. It's light heavyweight one eighty five, and then anything above that <clears> to one ninety five cruiser. So what's like actual heavyweight? Anything above one eighty five. Okay. So if so you're you can be you yeah. can be anywhere <laughs> in that range. You can be three hundred. Jesus. I don't know if they don't have a super heavyweight, right? Division. Nah. Nope. Well, anyway, I mean, I feel like this, the story progressed really well. Like it focused on his struggles with actually feeling like a loser, even though the, he didn't lose his belt. Him like trying to get back into things. Like the whole thing with the them having a kid too. Like I thought they were gonna go like, oh, everything does work out. The baby's fine. Yeah, no. me too. I was expecting the baby like, oh, the baby's gonna have it. No, like, nope. okay, they baby's stuck death, with it. Bitch. Baby's, <laughs> baby's death. So they have to deal with that as a family now, and and then just like the also the the change in Drago, like the senior. Oh yeah, like the he end. he realizes that his son's in the position Apollo was in. So he's got he's got to throw that talent, give up yeah. the fight for his son to stay alive. I think it was also good just showing uh, <laughs> that he got thrown to shit after he lost. Yeah, so realistic. Just yeah. Yeah, Russians about right. don't have any forgiveness for losers. Clearly, because <laughs> yeah, like his wife left him. Yeah, that was she's with up. some like prime minister dude or some high government official, something like that. That's what it looked like anyway. Yeah, and so like whenever hit the sun's coming up. He's like not known his mother at all for like his entire life, which is weird. Did they have a kid whenever like Rocky Four? Did they ever nah. show any of that kind of stuff? Mm-mm. All right. Well, plus it was also nice that they actually showed they had continuity from Rocky Five, right? Is that the one where they focused on Rocky and his son? Yeah, because <clears throat> it was Vigo, whatever. I can't ever remember his name, Mentaliago or the guy from Heroes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So that was nice to see that they actually didn't try to... Because I heard that Rocky Five wasn't really well oh, received. It was awful. So, One of the worst movies ever. <laughs> it was kind of nice to see that they weren't like just kind of trying to get rid of that completely. Like It mm. was still there, but they were like moving past it. So 
I just thought that overall it was just a really well handled and well made movie. And uh, even from a non sports fanatic kind of perspective, it it just it worked really well for story and character. Yeah, I thought there was <laughs> it did a good job of having multiple layers. So you had it's like an onion. Yeah, it was like an onion. <laughs> okay, Shrek. <laughs> it was. I mean, I you had. I mean, of so. course, you had the boxing, but then you had uh, Adonis dealing with all the pressure of being on top, mm-hmm. like the whole time. Like you don't. Need, he doesn't say until the very end, but he's like trying to be better, do things that his be better than his father. Then you got him dealing with okay, um, him not being as hungry anymore as champion because he's at the top, so he's kind of settled. He's got all the nice things. Then he has a wife that he has to deal with. And then he has a daughter. Something's wrong with his daughter. Plus the whole okay move there. from Philly to yeah. California, which he didn't seem to really be on board no. with. And then you have him having to deal, him and Rocky having to deal with the relationship because Rocky doesn't want him to take a fight at all. And then the pressure of the media on him. Right, because they're hyping up this fight, even though technically looking at it, it doesn't make sense for him to take at the time because that guy's yeah. just coming out of nowhere, not a contender. But the story moves so well. It's like a McGregor versus Mayweather. Such a good movie, man. Yeah, I liked the, um, I mean, a lot of that stuff was like second half stuff, the movie. Yeah. Which I really liked. Mm-hmm. The second half of the movie was really, really good. That's yeah. the part that like I really enjoyed. The first half of the movie was just the part that I felt like just kind of took it some points away from it. Um, I just thought like that's the thing we got what two fights in the span of how like how much time at the beginning or yeah the beginning because it was him well, I mean, getting it, his it belt started off with yeah him winning his belt against the current champ yeah and, and then, then who was in the first movie <clears throat> yeah who was in the first movie oh it was the same who was a real fighter okay and Andre I feel Ward. Like, and I feel like it was like fifteen minutes later there was another fight. I mean, I feel like that is that was handled well. I think because it mm-hmm. was we don't need to see him like building up to another fight. We already know he's at the top of his game. Mm-hmm. We saw the whole first movie was about him building up to becoming what he, we see him as. Oh, it just got dark. Um, what we see him as in the you know beginning of the second movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like we don't they don't really need to waste the time showing all this extra no, stuff. No, no, like, like just show fights, show fights, show well, him lose. Like, I his felt like grip. maybe like they could have saved some time by coming into this movie, maybe already him being the champion and just having like a highlight, like oh this is the fight. You know, no. your I mean it was like five minutes. Though. Yeah, it wasn't like you mm-hmm. act like it was like a thirty minutes. Well, scene. that's what I'm saying. It's just like I felt like it just it was too rushed at the beginning. Like it was too rushed. Well, I think and they, then like, and yeah. you're saying it was too rushed, but you mm-hmm. would rather them show a clip of like, yeah, this is him well, winning. Like, on ESPN. I, I would rather them maybe pace the movie a little bit better by just removing the uh, championship part and then having that big fight where he actually lost. Like maybe later on, and then having. The same second half, which is like yeah. the really—I don't even call that the big that. fight. I'd call the last one. The, oh yeah, the, that, the format for that the fight last, followed the Rocky, last fight Rocky four. is definitely the big one. But this one where he lost—that's like the one that is meaningful and what's pushing. I mean, it's a turning point for him. Yeah, him and throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, but no, you have to have a build up mm-hmm. to that, or else there is no turning point. Because yeah, if, I mean, if they got rid of the part that you're talking about, it wouldn't be a turning point. It would just be him getting his ass beat and then no, him come back no, and fighting again. No, it would be the same. It's just. There's no that that beginning fight is not there anymore with Andre Ward. They just get rid of that. I don't know. I feel like the five minutes that it would save mm-hmm. 
would actually cost more because like like frank said mm-hmm. if you lose that beginning part if it's just like some passing thing that we see on like a, a news story like an espn thing it's like oh and now adonis creed is heavyweight champion like it loses a lot of its impact i think it us lose, actually i think it'd it lose the impact mm-hmm. of him plus being, he like he proposes right after winning yeah he proposed right after winning so you wouldn't have that anymore well i, I feel like maybe they could keep the like that proposing in somehow but i mean it's not really for me it's not that big of a deal i just felt like the beginning for me i did not enjoy way you know the second part half was way better to me than the beginning oh, yeah i feel like it. that was purposeful design like it was yeah. a little slower in the beginning but t- take this by no means right uh the beginning was amazing mm-hmm. uh mike's a hater <laughs> um, I'm, I'm all i'm saying is i like the second uh, half better than the first half that's all i'm saying he's I, he's a hater first half was amazing second half was mm-hmm. more amazing <laughs> i mean frank is is biased here he oh yeah boxing definitely movies. i definitely yeah. am biased <laughs> but um boxing movie boxing family i do think Creed 2 is better than Creed 1. Oh, yeah. Me too. I like, do too. I think, I, yeah, I don't know. I think this movie mm-hmm. stuck with me more than Creed mm-hmm. 1. Like, because Creed 1, I was like, oh, right, that was a good movie. Yeah. I had never seen any of the other Rocky movies, but the little bit that I'd seen of Rocky movies, I was like, okay, this feels like what I've seen of Rocky movies. This one, I don't know. It felt, it was I don't more, know, it felt different. It felt more like yeah. it was a, not focused so much on yeah. what, it, what exactly. Rocky used to a be. A lot of. It has a lot of layers, dude. And then I, I really liked about the second <laughs> half was um, the stuff with Drago and his son. Yeah. Like, I was, like, really into that. I was like, they should have, like, a Drago movie. <laughs> like, where it's just, like, him, like, just focusing being on a, in a slump. Being a dad. Or just being just, like, them growing up and, like, training and then, like, being, like, a, a piece of shit family now. And then training up, to, like, in those fights. I really like that part of the story. Especially when... Uh, when what was his fucking son's name? Hmm? His, his son, son. Drago's son. Uh, Victor. Victor. Victor Drago. Well, when like Victor was when they were eating at that um that oh, dinner, the fancy dinner, the fancy dinner, and then Where the mom shows up for the first yeah, time. Yeah, and he was like pissed. He's like, man, fuck all these people. And then he was like, he's like, fuck all these people. Like they fucking abandon your ass when you lost. And then I could like he really loves his dad. Yeah, what, what well, because his dad raised this, him. This movie yeah. did again another black director, I might say. <laughs> but this this movie did the exact same thing that Black Panther did. Is you liked the the bad, bad guy. guy, the bad guy. You liked yeah. him. He had a backstory. There was something to him. Very good. Yeah. Liked it like uh, for Rocky <laughs> for Rocky Four. He did not like him. <laughs> it was just he came in here just fu- just rushing fuck. Just, yeah. Well, also, that what year did Rocky Four come out? Like the eighties? Oh or yeah, something? it was like for so the, Cold War for Cold stuff going on. Yeah, Nineteen eighty-five. Yeah, it's like you can't have any kind Six of good relationship. Two hundred sixty-one <laughs> pound monster. People are oh, you're trying to make out a Russian to be. I mean, now we don't have so much of that. I mean, obviously, there's, there's not great relations with Russia because of Putin and everything, but. At this They're point, it's like than, we're we're not so much mm-hmm. focused on nationalistic views as much as, you know, we realize that Russian life is pretty crappy for a lot of people, and uh, mm-hmm. playing on that for this worked really well. Like, because he also he wasn't even in he couldn't even live in Russia anymore. Like they were in no. Kiev or something. Yeah. He was banned. He was uh, in exile basically. So the only reason that like uh, Drago Senior was mm-hmm. getting back to the. Ivan Drago was even getting back into the 
limelight was because his son was doing so well and he was training him so well and, <clears throat> and that was he was kind of writing that i think to a bit but not at the expense of his son's life at the end yeah I, that's I, that's the part i really really liked was the part with the son and then because even in the very end of the fight i felt like it was almost not even creed's fight anymore this was um what's his name Victor? Victor. It's like Victor's fight. Because he was getting his ass whooped. And then he was like looking over and his mom had left. And then he's like, <clears> fuck. <throat> like, I'm a fucking loser now. And then that's when Drago was like, fuck it. Throw in the towel. I'm going to save you. Yeah. Um, You know, you're going to live. And then we're going to oh, be better. and beat around in that corner. Yeah. And then I was like, at that point, I was just like, I, I felt more bad for... Victor, then I did feel good for Creed. That's what they wanted, bro. Yeah. The duality of the moment. Yeah. So solid movie all the way around. Definitely yeah. watch it, if, yeah. especially if you're any kind of a sports fan or boxing fan. Or even if you're not. Even if you're not. Bald headed yeah, queef right here <laughs> loving it. It's really yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, these movies are so good just because. I mean, like, there's some people who just absolutely hate boxing, though. So this would. Because it feels so like mm-hmm. realistic, because they have like the HBO like interviews oh, yeah, yeah. and all that. I like whenever and they do so that kind good. of stuff. Yeah, it's like yeah, realistic. it does make it's it not, feel more real. It's not you don't feel like it's some kind of crazy like all this stuff. <clears throat> I feel like could be real. Yeah, so felt very grounded, believable. It's just the alternate universe when when Rocky was real, and then everything <laughs> else was normal. Everything else went like according to plan. Sylvester Stallone doesn't exist. He just is yep, it's Rocky. Rocky. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And uh, Keith said that he's going to attempt to get uh, Adonis Creed's body <laughs> through hard work yeah, right. and dedication. Through hard work. But I mean, that know. would take a long time. Yeah. But definitely, guys, a lot out, of blackface. Go out and watch. <laughs> so the average score was a nine. But apparently the I'll watch it IMDb user score is an eight. Yeah, but IMDb grades hard, dude. <clears throat> like what? What was the first Creed? Let's see. Uh, seven point six. Yeah, bro. Well, definitely right. go and watch. It'll be worth your time, worth your money. I'll mm-hmm. watch it twice. That's Let's, how good it was. You still haven't seen Overlord, by the yeah. way. Yeah, I haven't. All right, next movie. All right, Instant Family. Starring Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne. Mm-hmm. And then Isabella, what's her last name? Monair? Ma, Monair? 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 I don't know. Monair. It shouldn't be because there's not a thing on yeah, there's French. Not a, I don't know. However you say her uh, last name. She's a teenager. Wow, she was born in 2001. Dang. She's 17. Ah, uh, she's Peruvian, that's why. <clears throat> she's Dora the Explorer. Maybe you've seen pictures of her. Yeah. Oh, she's the new Dora the Explorer. She was in Sicario, the second one. All right. Anyway, a lot of heavy hitters in this movie. Surprisingly, there are. Um, So the story is a white upper middle class family uh, who flips houses. Uh, They consider children and what they ultimately decide on is adopting or fostering potentially to adopt. And it's bit, the whole movie is basically just their journey with the whole adoption process, their how they feel about everything going on, um, and then them ultimately moving into adoption. Um, apparently based on some true events for, mm-hmm. I guess, the director slash writer. Is that what you were saying mm-hmm. that you saw? Yeah. Is that what it was? 
Mm, it's okay. me. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, that's the gist of the movie. A nice little synopsis there for everyone. No spoilers. Um, so scores. Who wants to start? Mike starts. I'll start. I'm gonna give this movie. I might get some flack for this. I want to give this movie like a nine. <laughs> give this okay. movie a nine and I'll watch it now. All right. I'll go next. I'm going to say an 8.5 and uh, watch it now. I was going to give it an 8.5 and watch it now. It's a it's surprisingly a good solid it's movie. It's super solid. I went super into this solid. Honestly, Not better than Creed, so fuck Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's a piece of shit. I honestly went into this thinking it was just going to be like one of those feel good cash grab kind of monies mm-hmm. no. movies it where was uh very realistic <laughs> yeah. yeah like that's what got me about the whole movie was that they didn't so much focus on oh like the white savior complex thing like mm-hmm. the whole blind side kind of effect they made fun of that stuff yeah and they did actually bring it up like it was funny they talked about it yeah but they're like no like you don't need to feel like that because guess what these kids need help and if you're willing to help, you're doing a good thing. So don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. Just you know, deal with what actually comes up out of it. And it, it focuses on the realness of what it would be like. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine anyway. I've never yeah. done it, but it seems <clears throat> super realistic. I felt like throughout the entire like the entire movie was strong. Yeah, and like every every act of the movie was really strong. Uh, it was funny throughout. Yeah, I mean, had, there were some good funny moments. Yeah, there was a lot of laughs. Um, there were some moments like this movie, like the people, like there was a girl that was next to me, like she she cried throughout the movie, different <laughs> points. I mean, it does. It's a movie that I think would be emotional. Yeah, for a lot of people, definitely. You know, a, a one where you could go in and cry and yeah. laugh. Mike was crying hard. No, I was not. I crying. saw That's why he tears. gave it a nine. <laughs> He had a, a yeah, nice he didn't little thing of tissues. He didn't give Creed. Now he's like, I didn't cry, bro. I didn't cry. <laughs> That's his nine requirement. <laughs> you got to make, <laughs> make me cry. Did I cry? You got to make me cry. But yeah, I mean, I felt the Go emotion. Go down to the actor list. I felt the emotion. Oh, in yeah. It. Yeah. And um, I felt like it was just super realistic. Yeah. It was like, especially, uh, I think a uh, good highlight part were the, uh, like the, the caseworkers, mm-hmm. the adoption people, because they were funny. and Octavia, yeah, yeah, because they they were just keeping it real, and uh, I thought it was real good when like the comp the the part that made it real real is where they were like, "Fuck, we fucked up." He's like, "Fuck these kids!" <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like, we dropped them. Like people were like, "Whoa, <laughs> shit!" They're like, "Like, I was like, we haven't adopted them yet." Yeah, he's like, "We <laughs> can just take them back." Like, yeah, we can. Blah blah blah. And what the part of that particular scene that I liked the best. Was that in any regular cheesy movie, it would have cut to like the scene where the fifteen year old kid hears is it. overhearing yeah. it and just like fuck you, <laughs> yeah. I fucking heard you last night talking yeah. shit. And then they get the kids get taken away. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. waiting for it to cut to the scene where the kids like yeah. waiting out in the hall, but hearing. they didn't do it. So I was like, yes, no. It was like this is just the internal struggle that they're having yeah. as a couple, like. This is a whole new experience. It's three kids. One of them's a teenager, and she's not making things easy for sure. <clears throat> so it's just like all this going on, and they're kind of freaking out about it. And so this is their like they're talking about it. <laughs> it's uh, it's very brutal. <laughs> they're just like they're basically talking about these kids like they're a product to take back to a store. Yeah. And, uh, 
then they're like they ultimately are just like we're not going to do any of this like we're not terrible people and they they bring up some legitimate points they're like oh yeah, yeah. we could just take them back like uh we could just tell people mm. oh well you know the birth mother or birth somebody from the family came in and actually took them so we had no choice in the matter uh then we get some pity out of it people think we're really good and then we get some gifts like it's great for us yeah. and we get our nice clean house back and nothing is crazy anymore but then like it I, for a while there i was like oh is this gonna be for real <laughs> <laughs> but then uh no, they transitioned out, and they were like, "No, we're not terrible people." As we we gotta, we signed up for this. We gotta fight through it. <clears throat> so yeah, it was a uh, just a real, real solid movie. We also kind of dealt with like weird teenage stuff of today with sexting and oh yeah, they hit they hit on that pretty well, and it was comedic. Like they had um like a possible pedophile situation going on 22 year old yeah sending yeah it was he um he was sending dick pics and she was she got caught trying to send some nudies yeah and uh they handled that it was comedic yeah and it was a little bit awkward and comedic and uh, that was a really good scene but the, all the kids were great like yeah none of them oh yeah felt like they were out of place like they didn't seem like they were bad actors just like reading some lines i mean obviously what's her name isabella she's been in a fair amount of movies at this point i think she's always been good in anything i've seen her in but uh the kids she plays a good bitch two younger kids juan and lita lita was really good lita was really good like she a lot of kid actors i feel like just come off as like not being very authentic oh yeah she was like i was like damn yeah, she's reading, <laughs> are she reading these lines, or she's just ad libbing this? Like, what is what's going on? Like the first time we really get introduced to her, like she's going off on this tirade, yeah, yeah, about shut uh, up, shut, uh, telling her you little doll, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like don't tell us how to parent this our child, which is clearly they're not the, cousins. The daughter emulating the current foster family, yeah. So. And then Juan just being like this dumb kid. <laughs> like, Fucking idiot. Yeah. But I think the cast was great. Like Mark Wahlberg, Rose Byrne did a great job as the two leads. Great also chemistry. Margot Martindale, which was Mark Wahlberg's mom. She's oh, a, yeah. I, I love her and everything she she's was, in. She's grandma, bro. She's grandma great. Grandma Sandy. Sandy. She's good. I like um, uh, Rose Byrne's mom, too. Yeah, she was from a uh, airplane. Hey, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like the song. Jacob. The song Jacob. Jacob. Is it Jacob? Jacob. Jacob. She's like, no, it's just Jacob. Oh, okay. Uh, it was just it was Jacob. Like everything, like the dialogue was good. Yeah. The writing was really good. The comedy, like where it was, was really good. Yeah. No, never felt out of place. Like with October, that they, like that was like you, you had to have that in there. With October, the, the the girl who was just trying to find an athlete son. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that shit was funny. That shit was so funny. Like, she just introduces herself like, hey, Hi, my, I'm a single woman here yeah. to, to try to find and then, uh, like six they, foot tall. Hey, my favorite is when she threw the football at that big black kid. She's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, never mind. never mind. He's like, heads up. And then she's like, oh, never mind. And then they brought up the obvious part. It's like, whoa, this is the plot line of the blind side. Yeah. And then they're like, what? It's like, oh, oh, she's serious. Yeah. You're not kidding? Like, that whole thing was great. Mm-hmm. I also like that part 
when Mark Wahlberg's like, you know, there's just this stigma around foster kids. So, you know, what if you call them rescue, rescue kids, kids and you just put them out there <laughs> and it's like a rescue dog, you know, people, it's like really like, popular stop, now. Stop, like, stop it, stop it, stop <laughs> Yeah, so like, and that's like his him being nervous. So he's just like saying that's like basically the first thing that comes to his mind. And yeah, it's just I don't know. Like the whole movie was just well, really this good. like this character for Mark Wahlberg is really believable. Yeah, as opposed to some of his other characters, it wasn't him in Mile Twenty Three or whatever yeah. where he's like talking. I mean, I, th- I think he does a really good job of the whole like talking fast, like yeah. top of his head kind of wit thing. But this one fit him a lot better. Because it just seemed like it was natural for him. And Rose Byrne also seemed like she was natural. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he is a really good comedic actor. Yeah. But he can also play a lot of more serious scenes. I don't really know if I like him in a lot of the action stuff. I mean, he's all right in action movies. But, mm-hmm. like, one of my favorite like movies is Mark Wahlberg. I don't really like him in that. Oh, yeah. No. And um, the tough guys, is it tough? The guys? other guys, the other guys. Yes, he's really good in that. That's one of my all-time favorite movie yeah, comedy a, movies it's a because comedy movie, yeah. Mark Wahlberg does an amazing job, and yeah. then Will Ferrell in that is awesome. So like, yeah, Mark, Mark Wahlberg a does straight, a great job for Mark as a straight guy, and then Will Ferrell. Yeah, but this the delivery. Yeah, it's Mark Wahlberg good. has great delivery. Yeah, so uh, solid movie all the solid, way around. Solid. If you like comedic dramas this is a good option yeah good uh, movie. way better than what i went into it expecting yeah so. it will uh if you have a heart you might think about adopting kids yeah key <laughs> no i'm not i'm not at that point yet welcome to my humble apartment <laughs> <laughs> uh we don't have a room for you because we have a roommate so <laughs> you gotta sleep on the couch good luck yeah all, all right, right. Next. Next. We got Ralph Breaks the Internet. So, mm, synopsis, boy. Synopsis. They get a internet yeah, connection like at minutes. their. Okay, whatever. Well, this one won't be super <laughs> long. They get an internet connection at the game arcade, sh- arcade that the, was a part of the first movie. Mm-hmm. And then. Weefy. The characters have to go into the internet to try to get a part to fix one of the arcade games before it gets destroyed and all of the characters from that game have to go somewhere else and then the whole movie is just them doing what they have to do to get the money to buy the part online and ultimately fixing the machine everyone lives happily ever after i mean it is a disney movie so not exactly anything that's going to Actually, I, I was surprised by how much they were actually self-aware in this movie. <clears throat> yeah. Um, okay, scores. I'll go you first. Go. I'll go first. Uh, I think I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10. And I'd say probably a wait for it. it. It was solid, but not anything that I would say you have to go on and see now. Yeah. I give it a. I give it a seven. Wait for it. All right. Yeah, I'd give it a seven. Also, I'd say skip it. All right. Of course you would. I personally wanted to see this. I like watching animated movies just because you know that's what my career goal is: animation. Mm-hmm. 
from an animation perspective, it was extremely well animated. They had a lot of real subtle movements, a lot of real subtle animation going on. Something that you can't do. <clears throat> I mean, I can. I just cannot need more practice. Cannot. But um, the animation was real solid. Like the everything from like a the rendering and lighting, the character textures and everything was really solid. Like it, it looks really, really good. Um. But I have to say my favorite part was all those stupid internet videos that they were making with Wreck It <laughs> Ralph. Like I lost it whenever they did the whole like, oh, it's an unboxing video. Oh, the bees. Oh, the bees. <laughs> yeah, because well, what did they say? Open sesame. Oh yeah, open sesame. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Just the way that everything worked in that exact mm-hmm. scene because like it was done exactly like an unboxing video. Like, mm-hmm. It was perfectly an unboxing video. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's got some real heft to it. Oh, yeah, I wonder where we're getting. Are we getting the cat? Or are we getting the <laughs> yeah, whatever the other <laughs> the thing is. Yeah, the cat or the bunny. Which one's it gonna be? And then he just opens the box. It's just this box full of bees. <laughs> then it's just it stops as soon as we see the bees and then like an, an announcer shows up like open sesame <laughs> open sesame i don't know it just in I the moment the, it hit me real hard as being hilarious i liked all the uh the way they handled like the physical internet that's what i like yeah like, seeing twitter yeah. seeing facebook mm-hmm. like it was uh, a it was a really good yeah or like when they went city to city representation yeah, of the internet when they went to the disneyland.com or whatever yeah. disney disney.com the, the star troopers, the princesses. Actually, I, I actually really like that whole princess bit. Yeah, that's like, good. As it number one, it was like all the actual voice. It was actresses. very self aware. Yeah, yeah, and like they were making fun of the fact that they're always in these gowns, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, it feels so much better to just be in these relaxed T-shirt. clothes." Mm-hmm. And then they make fun of the whole like staple of disney princesses having their songs and it just pops up out of nowhere and then they're suddenly in the spotlight so then they have like an, a version of that for the main uh female character in this vanellope <clears throat> which is voiced by silver sarah silverman mm-hmm. and hers is like in taking place in like this hyper violent racing video game where it's like all this stuff that would make absolutely no sense for anyone to really be excited about mm-hmm. and she's excited about it I thought that whole thing was great. But uh, I don't know. I like whenever the studios, especially that have more of a family-friendly past. And I mean, this was still a family-friendly movie for sure. Like the, I actually started out kind of disliking the movie at the beginning because it felt too childish. <clears throat> but as it progressed, it got a lot better and got a lot more content for the older people watching. But uh, I really like self-aware movies like that's why i like shrek so much because it just yeah it takes so much of what the standard is and just kind of flips it and this did a really good job of that to a certain degree like they didn't go as all out as shrek does but um for the first shrek anyway i don't like the other ones so where did it lose points for you then i think the beginning was really just kind of weak in my opinion at least from the perspective of an older person watching this movie um outside of that i mean it just still kind of followed the same thing of ultimately it's a happy ending so there wasn't really any i don't know great development like the whole relationship between them was really a toxic relationship that 
they ultimately just kind of gloss over by saying that it's all Ralph's fault, really. And I guess it would I would say it's probably both of their faults. Like she's thinking that she's being independent, but then whenever something does go wrong, she's like, Oh, I should have just stayed with you. Why did I ever leave? But then it is because Ralph did something, but it still ultimately is a toxic relationship for both of them. But I don't know. I thought the uh final bad guy was stupid as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I was yeah. like, what? You're, he, it's it looks insecurity. Like you're, yeah, it's super needy. Yeah. It's the, Oh my gosh, it's the insecurity monster. Yeah. And then yeah. it doesn't even, like, once he gets her, like, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, it yeah. doesn't do anything. It's just like, oh. Yeah. That shit was stupid. I felt like this movie was just, like, the lesser version in some way of, like, Ready Player One. Yeah. I mean, the first one was like that, too, though. Mm-hmm. Or they but had the, all but, those game characters. Yeah, and but this one's like more so just because they go like into the internet, other like websites, uh, websites, e-boy. Yeah. e-boy, the princesses, Star Wars, all that shit. And yeah, then, and then uh, yeah, like the bad guy at the very end, not that great. And then the the voice acting from Gal Gadot, I didn't really. I was like, I thought I she was do, pretty good. I could do without this. I mean, I thought she was pretty good. She wasn't like amazing, but I mean, I wouldn't say that she's like the most amazing actress either. Yeah. She is solid. She's she was good really to look good at. at uh, like in, I think she was really good in Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Part but of it she is, wasn't particularly good in Justice League. Um, she was like a passable at best in the Fast and Furious movie she was in. What about Batman vs Superman, bro? Well, she was she was the best part of that movie because. Mm-hmm. I don't know when she came in. Like it was just like that, that really guitar. nice epic uh, hero uh, entrance. Yeah, her music is the best for mm-hmm. the the DCU for sure. But yeah, um, I mean overall, just I, visually the movie is stunning. Yeah, visually it stunning. looks amazing. Lacks in story. Yeah, the story is just yeah. kind of meh. But all the self aware jokes and yeah. stuff like that kind of makes up a bit for that. Um. And then just kind of also making fun of internet culture in general was pretty solid. There, there was the dark web, yeah, yeah the deep web. I, that was funny. I was like, man, like if they which had, was Alfred Molina. If they had like the an adult version of this movie, oh yeah, it would be way way better. Yeah, like there was just the internet. There's like a, such a small percentage of the internet that would be like ninety percent porn. That's family friendly, <laughs> right? And then the rest of it is just like you can do anything. Like you can go into like. Fucking four chan, like all the trolls, and then like all this different shit. And I'm like, man, if there was like an animated version of this, but like uh, adult, then that would be. I, I'd be probably more way into that movie. Yeah, obviously because I'm an adult. I mean, I I really like like that's why I liked Ready Player One so much. I just like that whole mesh of worlds mm-hmm. idea, where it's like you know that these characters on their own already have their own really deep and interesting backstories but then you bring them into the same world and their their world still exists or i just like that kind of stuff um and i feel like this did a pretty good job of that but yeah it's still a children's movie so they're not gonna do a ton of you know the the deeper stuff that they could it's not gonna be like super memorable like a finding it was still something solid it's a good reference movie for anyone looking to you know, pay attention to good animation. Yeah. How long ago did that movie come out? 
Apparently right six years ago. I think, yeah, no, like no, no, 2011, no, no. 2012. The, was. the second one. Two weeks ago? A week ago? I think it was last week. Man, that theater was empty as fuck. Yeah. It was a morning. <clears throat> I mean, it was the first showing I mean, of the still, day. We've the gone movie. to morning shows, and mm-hmm. it's been more packed than that. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Our, the theater that we go to is kind of weird. I don't. No, yeah, but I agree with you, Frank. I don't feel like this movie is making it waves. Yeah, yeah. I, I think no, it. It's not going to be a movie that I'd take my kid if I was going to watch. I'd go to an early movie. I wouldn't want to want to go in the afternoon. And then, like, at the very end of the movie, I was giving you a weird look. Remember? It's because there was just one guy there by himself and just got up and like walked out. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's, I was like. There was no kids with him, nothing, just him by himself, got up, walked out. I was like... I don't really think that's that weird. Like, I, I think I it's wouldn't, weird. Reminds if he's a I mean, podcaster, bro. People would think that, <laughs> that it's probably weird that three grown adults I would feel like went to you this would, movie. You would be more likely to watch this movie with other people than just by yourself in the morning. The first showing... I mean, he could be a reviewer of some type. Maybe. He could we just really critic. like Disney movies. We should take him out. Competition. Hey, I, I like that last scene too with the bunny. Oh yeah, oh, with yeah. the little girl playing on her yeah, on her tablet. Now that was funny because yeah. it ended with violence. <laughs> <laughs> Just feeding, feed, 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 and it's like maybe you should feed. And it's like no, bro, the bunny gets pancakes. <laughs> you see the the maple syrup ever, and they just. Pop and then girl just fire, just screaming because she saw the guts of that bunny everywhere all over her screen. That little girl was talking real solid for someone who looked like she was like two. Yeah, definitely <laughs> like two years they old un- or one they and a half. Undershot years old. the uh, the age look for what they wanted her to do. Mm-hmm. Should have had her look like a four year old, five year old. Yeah. But all right. Overall, not a bad movie. I think that'll do it. That'll do, donkey. I gotta go set up my new TV. So I gotta set up my TV too. Did you get those feet? Yeah, they're right there. You should stay and help me, bitch. You gonna help me set my own? I mean, you have help. I don't have any help. <laughs> All right, so uh, hit us up on Twitter at K Minorities. Send us an email, the KMN Podcast at gmail dot com. Send us some money. <laughs> Through, if you want. Uh, yeah, Patreon. if you want, through Patreon. We have a Patreon page, the Cayman, right? Keith Midnight Minorities. But, uh, ladies and uh, gentle balls, hope you enjoyed this hat trick movie review. And we are out. Later, everybody. Later, ladies and gentle balls. Later.